Welcome to Inside the Squad, June 2022 edition. On this podcast, we meet with uh, Chief Galloway to discuss his transition to the chief position, what all that's entailed and what the future looks like. Captain Phillips, Lieutenant Shear, join us as well. We discuss hiring our internship program and uh, where we're where we're headed as a department. So I hope you enjoy. with us thanks for having me guys Captain Phillips with us good morning uh well chief I guess we're here to talk about chief life so bring us up to speed tell us how things are going are they what you expected yeah so uh you, you never really know what you're getting to 100 uh, percent when you take over a new job and the reality is you have to be agile and and uh, try to take what comes at you and meet the experience. So whenever you're a patrol officer, you, you same thing. You don't know what's going to happen day to day, and the same things for the chief office. You don't know what's going to happen hour to hour. So one hour might be having a nice meeting with a community member. The next hour, you might be dealing with a, a real problem. So that's how my day is. And like I said, you got to be able to rise and meet that challenge. Sure. Um. So let's talk a little bit about, um, you know, we, we, we've talked before, anytime there's a change in leadership, you know, the, the word change seems so loaded because guys, you know, they, they want to know what's, what's going to happen. So um, talk a little bit about uh, kind of the vision you had when you took over some things that uh, you wanted to get accomplished, maybe things that you wanted to get accomplished that you haven't had a chance to do yet. Just kind of bring us up to speed. And, you know, uh, coming off the heels of Chief Lally, who was great at technology and an innovator and uh, all those things, did a great job. And every chief has a different way of, of looking at things. So anything that I do is not changed because I didn't like the way things are. It's just because of the way I, I see things. And at this point, at the, in the police department, the, the issues that we are dealing with is staffing. So uh, the number one thing is pointing all areas and all divisions towards trying to hire people. That means taking detectives and operations people doing background investigations and those kind of things to make sure we get staffing because we can't work without staffing. And I don't know if that's so much a change, but that is a priority. And the saying is with all industries, people hate the way things are and people hate change. So you got to be very cognizant and intentional of what you are wanting to change and what you are wanting to implement because you might have downstream contingencies that happen that you weren't expecting. So you got to be slow. And, and I think in any leadership position, you may not know the challenges that were, were being faced that makes things the way they are. So you can't just up, up and change things or pull the bandaid off some things you may want to make your own, but the reality is you got to take everything in before you can start changing things. So I, I did think of a 30, 60, 90, just loosely 30 days, see how things are. 60 days start to implement changes, 90 days, hopefully some of the things would take effect and would be working. And, and they are now. We're doing some of those things now. Sure. So I'm just curious, was there, has there been anything that you, that's, that's, that's come to you that you go, hmm, I didn't really expect that. Or, you know, anything that's kind of caught you off guard, maybe you weren't, weren't anticipating. Yeah, I think the, the pace of 
meetings and not not that I dislike that because I do I do enjoy the time management. I'm, I think Randy said I'm politely direct or whatever you know. So I politely direct. <laughs> once something is run its course, on to the next thing. So. I never really used the Microsoft calendar. I don't always run my own calendar. And now it seems like every day there's somebody adding some calendar invite and trying to sneak things in. So that's a minor thing. I really enjoy that part of it. But I guess to your question, that's something I didn't anticipate. I've always been really time management sensitive. And that's something that is even more so now that I've had to adapt to is other people running your calendar and what, what meetings come up and preparing for those meetings. You have to, I really find myself having a, block out time to prepare for a meeting of some sort. So you got to be really agile, try to be articulate and know things about all types of different um, things that we have to deal with at a chief level or even just our whole agency. Captain, I'm going to loop you in. Okay. Uh, I'm just curious from your standpoint, um, you know, being a captain and, and you know, when we transition, what's it been like? For you guys, what what changes have you seen? What's been different for you guys? Well, you are putting me on the spot, aren't you? Uh, in front of my boss, I love that. <laughs> so, you know, for me as a captain for the last, you know, over three, a little over three years, and, you know, Chief Galloway and I served together as captains. Uh, so, you know, there's, there's a difference in that working relationship day to day, right? Um, you know, uh, as the administrative group, it's it's our responsibility to support the chief, support the mission, um, you know, carry out those goals and objectives. But it is different. And, you know, you we've spent, uh, you know, my entire career so far as a captain was under, you know, Chief Flanley. And so now there's, you know, Chief Galloway. So, yeah, there's a there's a little bit of a dance that occurs. Right. And, and you have to get comfortable with with that transition. So I think for, for the administrative staff, sure, there's an adjustment period. Uh, there, there's a transi- transition period that occurs where you're, you know, you're, you're, you're starting to understand um, a new leader a little bit, you know, and, and their philosophy about things. And so I, th- I think that's healthy. I think it's healthy for, for any organization. And if that answers the question, or did I dance around that question a little bit? And to, to Brian's point, I think uh, the way I want to be a leader, want to manage the organization, because it is leadership. There's leadership and management. Management's filling out the boxes. Leadership is trying to instill confidence and people have drive to do a good job for the community. So be it approachable. I think consensus is something we try to do in the in our Adams group. That's what we call our executive group is Try to get, build consensus. You're not going to always build consensus, but some things I want to make my own. Some things we we talk about at length, and those turn into arguments, and not negative. We're respectful about it, but that's okay to argue. That's okay to disagree, because what ends up on the other side of that is a better product. Yeah, and you know, just to add upon that, um, you know, that's one of the things that I enjoy about the administration part of the Lafayette Police Department because everyone's ideas are. Um, are welcomed. It's solicited. Uh, the debate is robust at times, like Chief Galloway said, and everyone, you know, everyone's respected in, in, in that, in that piece of it. And, and again, that's, that's something you try to make sure trickles down throughout the organization so that, you know, lieutenants and sergeants and, and, in our, in our staff meetings that we have that as a, as a larger group, that everyone 
uh, weighs in and, and feels like they have a voice. And uh, because, you know, God knows that, you know, those at the top don't have all the answers and quite most of the time, you know, they don't. So, you know, that, that all comes from the organization providing feedback. And I, and I have talked to officers that have said that, and I know, I know Captain Phillips is this way too, is they, they like the opportunity to come in and just vent to somebody that's an administrator, whether you're a captain, a chief, or a sergeant, whatever level you are, FTO, that's helpful. Even though it may be a bad idea or they know that nothing's going to come out of it, they just want to have their voice heard. And I think that helps just people's mentality and their morale and esprit de corps is to, to be able to have the opportunity to talk to people about whatever problem they're having. Yeah. And I will say just from the staff meetings we've had, it's, it's nice to have that, uh, you know, you open it up the floor, right? You, you know, you ask anybody got anything, you know, anything for the good of the order that, you know, connecting that top to the bottom, I think is incredibly important. And so it's been, that's been nice um, that, that everybody has that open floor and can feel like they can, they can speak to what they want and ask questions. And like you said, it may not always be something that we roll with, but nonetheless, they, they have that opportunity to get it out. So. Uh, and a lot of times people, when you open it up there, they don't necessarily want to be the guy out front making a comment or having that challenge, but they always feel comfortable. It seems like to me to come to me privately or Kevin Phillips, I know is like this too. And all our administrators to come to us privately and have that conversation. Yep. Cause it doesn't have to be in front of everybody, but you have the opportunity. So I appreciate you saying that. Yeah, and I think the other thing that's shining through with the, with this change in leadership is your personality is coming along, and and um, people are getting to experience that. <clears throat> getting to work for you as lieutenant, the one thing that I really appreciated about you was um, your polite directness <laughs> and your brevity. Um, and that's you know it's it was you got to the point and you you laid everything out there for people. You didn't sugarcoat things. You just said it how it was. It wasn't personal. It was just business. I appreciate that uh, in my position. And then the other thing that I've really been noticing uh, with Chief Galloway is um, your exposure to everyone. Like you've been talking about the open door policy that you kind of have with everybody, but getting out there, getting to roll calls, uh, recognizing people for certain things, I, I think it's been it's been really refreshing. Not that it wasn't here before, but you never know what to expect when you get a new leader and that you're still continuing to do those things and then improving those things the way that you see uh, they need to be done. Uh, it's been very nice. And, and I've said many times, this isn't the Scott Galloway show. It shouldn't be. The people that work here are the stars. And our job, and I talk, I'm pointing at Captain Phillips and all of our administrators, is to make the people the stars because that's who matters to the community. They see the black and white car. That's who they want to be good. So it's our job to make them good. So I, I do. And when you, we worked together, that was great. I hope that's how we did it. You know, Randy came up with these ideas and let's do them because they're good ideas. So I appreciate you saying that. That's, you shouldn't change. As you grow up and go up in a community or a organization, you should keep the same level head, I think. Yeah, we had some good times on Red Nights. <laughs> you missed your time on, on patrol there, Cap? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I absolutely do. Yeah, that, what, yeah. what was your favorite position? Yeah, I think you've said it before. Oh, Sergeant Patrol Red Knights. No question. That, that's the, and I tell the guys that's the, the most important position in the police department is the sergeant because they take the, the message going from the administrators to the officers. And maybe it's not a popular decision, but you got to make it popular. You make it palpable because so, it works. And then they also send the information back up. So that, those sergeant-level people are vital. If you have good sergeants, you have a good police department. 
Definitely. Definitely. Um, changing gears here, here a little bit. We've talked about uh, the need for hiring police officers and um, how we've got applications open and running and we're, I mean, we're processing people all the time. Um, can we talk about some of the new and exciting things that's coming to LPD that, you know, that people may not know about that, you know, makes people want to come yep. work. And, and again, that's a lot of what you do is in your division and trying to reach out cops programs, which are outreach programs, uh, citizens Academy, all those things we, we continue to do. And then also trying to make, you know, we got a new building that's going to be uh, opened up to put all of our divisions under one roof, which is going to be nice again. So there's a lot of exciting things happening here when it comes to recruiting my byline was you're never going to be rich being a police officer, but you're going to be rich in other ways. And that's helping community members and being an impact of people's lives. So that's what we do here. And that's what we do in this community is work together, all other agencies to make this a great place. Right. And, and the one thing that people don't really get to see um, and you don't get to experience it until you're here is really the culture of the police department. And it truly is like a family here. Um, the shifts that work together. I mean, you, you have extreme bonds with those people that you work with. And that, I mean, that extends all the way throughout the, the entire police department. And I don't know, it's just hard to explain, but like, like the blue days shift, those Memorial day week, Memorial day weekend. I can never say that word. And they had a cookout for their guys. So the, the commanders brought stuff in to, to cook on a, in, in you know, all the pop and whatever they had. So it was, uh, that's the, unexpected thing you know you come in and have a cookout they have to work a holiday so christmases are like that the community is great they always bring in food and drinks and things for our guys so the public really recognizes and we really recognize the importance of police officers all right and i think that also extends all the way up through the adams group like you guys were talking about where it, we care about our officers they're the backbone of the police department and we listen you know what I mean? It's not just the decisions from the top down. We really care about the input from the officers from, I mean, everything from officers to detectives, you know, the whole, the whole department has a voice here and we try to work. You can't make everybody happy all the time. Right. But we try to do what we can when we can. And I think that that's something that, you know, kind of sets LPD apart from some of the other agencies. Um, and it's refreshing as, as someone that's not all the way up on the, uh, the totem pole to know that you have a voice and you can make a difference here. And uh, a mentor of mine sent me a recent, I'm going to butcher this quote, but he said, there's, there's no recipe for success, but there is a recipe for failure, and that is trying to please everyone. So, and that's what I think that was poignant. You're never going to please everybody, but we got to make sure our community is safe. And the way we do that is run our organization the best way we can and we have leaders, I think, at the top that care about that and fantastically trained officers and detectives that do a, a wonderful job. You guys think, Cap? No, you guys are doing a great job. <laughs> so Cap, Cap just snuck in here uh, to visit this podcast. He didn't know he was going to get roped in. but he's uh, a star. He is a star. We missed him. <laughs> We've been missing you, Cap. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'd be lying if I said I didn't miss it a little bit. So. Well, your seat's always open. I appreciate it. Until we don't have an extra mic. <laughs> <laughs> well, Justin, you got anything else you want to add to this? Mm -hmm. we, wanted, we wanted to keep this one kind of short and sweet and uh, just get the chief on here to do some talking and, and you know, let everybody know what, what his mindset is moving forward and 
that we are hiring. We're hiring police officers right now. If you know somebody who is interested in law enforcement, um, please feel free to reach out to Sergeant Hartman or I. Um, we can give you the scoop on the, the police department. Uh, you can look us up uh, on the website. Um, contact us anytime. We've also got a uh, fall internship spot available still. Oh, yeah, the fall. Why don't you talk about that real briefly just so people know. So the the internship program we've we've kind of revamped it a little bit uh, to to make it more practical. So um, college students have the opportunity to go more more hands on as far as uh, defensive tactics, canine. Uh, you know, we'll do some some handcuffing stuff, uh, traffic stops. Um, kind of get them a, a better idea of what we actually do. Um, so it's it's part classroom, part practical. Um, but, but the feedback we've gotten, uh, from those who have applied, uh, were, um, very interested in us just because of, of the practical side of it. So we had, uh, initially six spots open in the fall. We filled five, so we got one left. Um, so looking we, forward to that. We've been around to, I don't know how many different colleges this year talking to people. Um, but everybody that we've talked to, they, they've said that they haven't seen an internship that's this hands-on. So if you know somebody that's interested in law enforcement that's in college and they're uh, looking to get college credits for an internship or if they have questions about the internship, they can hit us up. But this is a very unique opportunity to get a real behind-the-scenes look of what it's like to be a police officer and then ultimately hopefully help that person decide whether this is the career path for them or not. That's it. I think we're about wrapped up. Thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate it. Thanks for coming, Chief. Thank you thanks do. for coming, Chief. Yeah, thanks, thanks for having me, too. Thanks for joining us, Cap. Cap. <laughs> Alan was quiet. He was here. Say bye, Alan. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> this has been Inside the Squad, a podcast from the Lafayette Police Department in Lafayette, Indiana. Inside the Squad is a community-oriented podcast Produced by the Community Outreach Division of LPD with production support from the Information Technology Department. Today, hosts Lieutenant Randy Shear and Sergeant Justin Hartman welcome newly appointed Chief Scott Galloway and went over his priorities and vision for this year. Remember, you can follow us on Twitter, Nixle, and Nextdoor. Have a police question or show idea? We'd love to hear from you. You can email us at podcast at Lafayette. Dot in dot gov. Again, that's podcast at lafayette.in.gov. Until next time, stay safe. <laughs>